Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man show front of the show, Richard Riley, South Alabama Jaguars, six games in a row for today on the season, eight and five and some belt play. Coach, my guy, how you doing in Mobile, man? What's the deal? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Just watching a little film, trying to stay out of the cold. It's freezing down here. It's usually not. We usually don't get weather like this, but it's like 24 degrees. Got some flurries, and uh, we're trying to get ready to head to. Head to App State. We've got them this weekend in, in, a, in a big series. No doubt. Coach, I feel like this, bro, Um, when you guys had Georgia State on the schedule, that postponement gave you a week off. I feel like that really you, – you won a game pretty prior to that, but I feel like you won that game, got a little extra break, and rejuvenated your guys to kind of work on you guys, and now you're on this winning streak, 8-5, and five, top of the, you know, eastern part of the Sun Belt there. So tell us about that break, man, how you think it may spur you on to where you are today, man. Yeah, it was huge. We, we, we had a lot of growth during that time. Um, we did, a, you know, some soul searching, to be honest. We were able to spend a ton of time with our guys and improve, you know, from, from a skill standpoint, from, you know, instilling some values of what it takes to win. Uh, that's, that's a huge part of it mentally, to be honest. All my teams uh, usually play, play their best basketball down the stretch because sometimes it takes a little bit longer to get – get them to understand the things that go into winning. And um, I give our kids all the credit in the world. They use that time uh, to get better. And they were, they were open to getting better. I think that's important too. They knew we needed to get better and we worked incredibly hard. And, and since we came off that, that break, uh, we've been playing our best basketball, but I, I think we can play better. I think, I think there's still some mistakes that we're making. And I think there's still a lot of room for growth here down the stretch in the final two weeks of the regular season. And coach, you know, also I feel like this, you know, the, this whole COVID year, you know, starting and stopping, having to start late and kind of not have games, how you usually have games. You played 22 games. That's not usually what you play come mid-February by now. So guys are still learning each other. It's a new team this year, of course. So I feel like that played into it as well. So like you said, that break and finding your rhythm, because we really want to peak in a few weeks here. We all know the Sun Belt's really a one big league, so playing your best bas- basketball in a couple of weeks now is what you really want to do. So it's all getting better while we're winning. It's a great thing to build on those character habits to get ready for that tournament here in March. Yeah, there's no question about that. Um, we've, we've had a wild year. I mean, we've had we've had two or three guys opt out, um, a couple of guys that I felt like would be all-league players, um, two high-major transfers, 
uh, another JUCO All-American and, you know, due to COVID. And it's um, we've been playing with basically a seven-man rotation all year and a lot of nights six. And um, with, with seven or eight scholarship players available uh, all season, I've never had – I've never coached a season like this. So our kids have, have really – been forced to step up and you know some of our young guys are having to play a lot more minutes and do a lot more things than than we had planned on Uh, so I'm proud of our group for that and I'm proud of them for how they've handled the adversity Uh, not only with a number standpoint how many guys we got to play but just adversity of COVID the uncertainty of of not knowing when a game's going to get canceled when you know you got to test three times a week um and another thing I'll say about our group is, is they've done an unbelievable job, you know, knock on wood. We, um, we've stayed, stayed the course all year. Uh, we're going to play more games than anybody in the Sun Belt, on our side anyway, on the east side, um, if everything stays on course. So I, I'm proud of our group, uh, the maturity level they've shown. And um, we just got to finish the right way because uh, it's going to be hard. We've got, we got a tough two-week stretch here. And, and again, it starts this week at App State. They got a really good team, and we got to go down there and play a Friday, Saturday yes. tilt. And that, that makes it hard. You know, you play two games in less than 24 hours. And with a short bench, we've been forced to do that all year. Um, and, you know, again, I credit our guys for their toughness and resiliency. I was going to ask you about that during the week. How was the week for his recovery? Because, you know, you have a short rotation. You're playing six and a half guys pretty much, you know. So you get a guy in foul trouble, get a guy hurt, then you're down. You just, it's just how do you keep these teams recovered and with enough gas in a tank for the weekends, the way you've been doing it? Because I just marvel at the fact that you're doing what you're doing, playing the short rotation that you're playing. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. It's We've had to have a strategic approach to what we do. Um, we, we've had to, you know – each week we start out, I, I kind of compare it to football. You know, you start out, you got one one opponent. It's two games, but it's one opponent. So you start out and you got to do a lot of, of prep mentally. You know, that's what that's my challenge for our guys throughout the week is to be able to not only physically lock in because we try to go a little bit lighter so we so we have the legs and, and have the energy to finish on the weekends. But we, um, we, we test them a lot mentally. And they got to lock in and focus on, on game plan and strategy, and then we still got to we still got to get enough work in to stay sharp. So that's that's difficult too. But we've stuck with a we've stuck with a plan and it's been working for us. And, and our guys, we got we got a mature group of guys that that go get treatment, they get in bed, they eat right. Um, this group has really been good at that. I think that's helped us to stay healthy. I think it's helped us to be able to conserve some energy. Uh, just because they're everyday habits. Our guys are really, really – this group, more than any group I've ever had, is is really habit-oriented. They, they, they do the same shooting routine every day. They do the same – eat a lot of the same meals. They go to bed at the same time most of the time. And um, they've, they've really bought into all the things that go into winning. A lot of people think it's just that 40 minutes or it's just you getting some jumpers. It's a lot it's more They don't realize it. No, it's how you live. It's – um, it's how you eat. It's how you sleep. It's how you can mentally focus on the task at hand, and um, that's a big reason this team has been able to to probably overachieve um, the way that they have. 
Oh yeah, because you know, I saw some of your non your non-con, non-league stuff. You know, I, I know some games you probably didn't want to lose. I could probably point the one against A and M. That's the one probably didn't want to lose. But a lot of teams that would have shook them, losing to our team up north of Huntsville that we think we're better than, it was shook, shook your team didn't let that bring them down. You no, know, you started off rough, but you've overcome. I feel like Richie, this COVID year, having guys who can understand that it's gonna be some ups and downs and just wanna be flexible and adapt and overcome. Those we tend to be left standing come March because this year though everything empties guys, young guys. No, I'm in my thirties, you're a little older than me, but like we all we used to the adversity. But these guys having to deal with it heads on, go to school and deal with an unknown virus, come on, and still play good ball. Your team is doing a great thing. But man, I'm so happy for you and your guys, man. Well, I, I appreciate that. We um it's it's been hard early in the season. We had so many injuries too, just just the, we had the opt-outs that, that shortened their bench, and then we've had some just not not drastic injuries, but injuries that can keep you out of a game. So a lot of our non-con games, we were missing one or two guys, and um, it was different guys almost every time. And it was, uh, it was hard to find a rhythm, and it was hard to – because they're trying to get used to playing together. It's the non-con portion of the schedule, especially the way that practice went. You know, it was shorter this year. We didn't have – summer stuff we didn't have a lot of things to catch up on so it so it took them a minute and then you throw in the the part about guys not being able to play because they're injured and that was made it even harder and um our guys just found a way to to get right you know and, and again I credit our kids because half the battle with with coaching is is that your group understands where they are you know as coaches we spend so much time trying to tell you hey we're not as good as what we think or, hey, we're better than what we think, you know. But these kids really had to understand that they that we had to get better as a as a group. And and they they've put in the time and they've they've changed their mindset to the things that go into winning. And I feel like this, Richie, um going against the odds of like, you know, people saying to you, hey, it's only six six of you. No, exactly. All they all they care about is trying to find a way to win that 40 minutes. Most definitely, man. And also, Richie, I was going to say, for the, the things kind of pause on me here, is that, hey, you know, your guys are against the odds. You know, people saying they only got six, six, seven guys, man. They don't have enough. And that mentality is us against the world mentality. For a young guys, maybe you're a young man, in my opinion, hunker down, get regimented, because people on the outside were like, yeah, they're done. But we're showing we're not done. We're here to play and cause you hell every time you see us. The children just jag our uniform. We're going to bring it tonight. Yeah, I think a lot of people count us out. We were two and five in the league. And um, since then, we've, we've ran off six straight. And now we're in, in first place in the East. I think a lot of people wrote us off just because of our numbers and just because of the type of guys that we didn't have on our team. We had, we had guys that opted out that were, you know, really – really good players and we've had other guys step up and, and do more. I mean, we just played with six to seven guys. We just played five games in nine days. Um, and it was, it was a battle Two of them on the road. We actually came up to Atlanta, played on Tuesday, got back here, played Troy on Thursday, went to Troy, played on, on Saturday. I mean, it just three and six days. It was, it was really hard. And our, our kids, have, have they bought into that. It's a burn the boats mentality. It's who we are. Um, there is no option other than, other than find a way to be successful. And it's conquer, be conquered. So can't look around and say we don't have a nine or ten man rotation. We've got six or seven. And 
we got to find a way to to be successful with our six or seven. And and again, it's our kids have bought into that, and um, that's made all the difference. Now, mask is going forward. I know you had to, had to recruit via Zoom. You are a face-to-face guy. How has that been trying to recruit your 21, 22 classes via the Zoom platform, not having to see them on campus and go watch them play uh, high school ball when you don't have a game yourself? Yeah, it's one of the most unfair things for, for kids. You know, for us, it makes it hard to recruit, you know, because we, we love to get out and outwork people and, and, and make sure we're face-to-face with guys and, and they really get to know us. And then one of the best things about us recruiting is we get guys on campus, you know, for an unofficial or an official visit, and we get to spend some time with them here and show them what we have. So it's been hard for us, but I, it's been hard on these kids. I mean, they're having to make decisions without visits. I can't even imagine doing that. Um, they're doing Zooms and, you know, trying to do their own research and, you know, trying to take in information without actually stepping foot on campus or, or meeting the head coach face to face, you know, so it's been hard. We, um, we've done, I feel like we've, we've really capitalized on it. I think we really work at it. Um, my staff, I've got an NAI background and, and even at Nichols, we didn't have, we didn't have a ton of money to be going everywhere back then. So we had to do a lot of recruiting by watching film and getting on the phones and, and working that way. So I think, and my whole staff has a background of coming from that level. So I think it's, we've been able to take advantage of it, just how hard we've worked and how, how detailed we've been with film study and, and evaluating that way. But trust me, I can't wait till we're allowed back out. I want to be able to get out and see some guys play and, and get some guys on our campus in South Alabama. Well, the wife and kids love having you at home, though, after, after practice. I love that part. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I come home, before, oh, okay, uh, work, okay, I'm home now, honey, and the kids. So that part has to be good, but it balance not between yeah. always being gone, never being home, being dad and being husband, and being, being that all-around good guy that you are. No, it is for sure. There's nothing better than being home with my wife, Jess, and my son, Reese, and my other, other son, Rock. And we got another one on the way. It's going to be here at the end of March. So there's yes. another boy. So there's, not, there's nothing better than being home with them. Um, and, and I've enjoyed it. I really have. Over the last year, it's, this is the most I've been home since, I was, since I've had kids. But since my wife and I have been married, we've been married 10 and a half years. And I've never been home this much. So if you ask her, she may not like it as good as I like it, but I, I hope she does. I, we've, we've enjoyed our time um, being able to spend more time together. Now, what has been your hobby beyond being home with the wife and kids? What's been like, your quarantine hobby? I learned how to play the guitar, Richie. I, I can do the good. I can, I can string now, buddy. I can do some things on the guitar. What's your hobby being this quarantine season, man? I wish I could. I've always wanted to be able to play an instrument, but I've not. I should have. I should have used this time to learn how to play something. I don't know. How I have the patience for it. I, you know, I've I've just bought into my kids' hobbies. To be honest, like I've played I've played more Mario Kart than I've ever played in my life. They, we play it on the um, what's it called, a Nintendo Switch, and we played a ton of Mario Kart. And then, then I've my my kids have bought it. They love playing golf, so we went out. Um, and played some golf. I haven't played. I'm, I'm kind of their caddy. They like that. They'll hit. A, they'll hit a bad shot and just throw their club down. I've got to bend over and pick it up, like I'm, like like they're Dustin Johnson or Tiger Woods or something. Uh, but just spending time with them, we've um, we I've really really enjoyed that part of it, and just seeing getting to see my boys more throughout the day. You know, 
I can take a whole, if we're off on a Saturday instead of going recruiting, I can, I can be there with them all day and see their everyday routine. It's that, that part's been really rewarding for me because as coaches, we don't get to do that very much. Yeah. It's very invaluable. Even for me, Richie, I've been left Atlanta since March the 9th of last year. I've wow. left town since March 9th of last year. You know, I've, I've been on the road all the time. You know that. And for mm-hmm. me to be here and actually spend time with people I care about, I'm not always either at a Hawks, Brave, or Falcon game or at a college game. I'm actually here. It's weird I've left town almost a whole year. No, that's that is that's that's a statement right there. You hadn't left you hadn't left the city of Atlanta in in over a year, which is you know, and and again, there's there's some simplicity of it in your life when you're not worried about traveling and you, you develop an, an everyday routine. And it, it is, there's a lot of, of good things that, you know, this, this pandemic has been so tough on our country, obviously. Um, obviously the biggest thing is the death toll and, and the sickness, but also the mental part of it has been tough on people. It's been tough on young kids. It's been tough on everybody. Um, but there are some things that you can look back on as we hopefully are getting out of it here in the next few months that that have been positive. You know, you spend more time with your family. You you've learned. I've learned to value things that I that I didn't before. Yes, same here. Granted, um, I've learned to value those things. I'll never take those things for granted anymore. You know, something as simple as being able to go recruit guys and and get to know them and their family in person um, and just just everything and. So I think I think we can take some things out of the the pandemic uh, when it's over that um that can be helpful for people moving forward. Yeah, my, me for me balance in my life. That's be my thing is balance. You know, doing the show and traveling, I forget about the other part of my life, and I can do better at that. So now I have got to learn once we get out of this pandemic to balance my life out or beyond this the, the show interviews and out running around covering games. So that's gonna be my challenge. Go back, guys. I want to get out of here so bad, man, but I can't. You know, <laughs> no, like I want to go y'all. You all play or go see Josh Pashman play, but I can't because of the restrictions you got to do with all virtual. I'm like, I'll, okay, I'll just stay, watch it on my phone. <laughs> no, you're right. I hope, I hope that that, you know, I'm glad that you said that. I hope that that's not a negative thing that comes out of this is people stop going to games and just watch it on their phone or their computer because people have gotten so used to that. My wife is, my wife's eight months pregnant. And um, so with COVID and everything, we hadn't, we haven't been going to church you know, we've been watching it online every Sunday, and um, it's been great to be able to do that. But I can't wait to be able to get back and actually be in church. And I hope, I hope people, you know, don't get to where they only do things. Yes. You know, online, and it's it's like people's personalities are are addicted and they're habit forming. And being able to watch, you know, every if you're in Atlanta, being able to watch every Georgia Tech game on online. You, they probably got used to it instead of going I, in I there. hate it. I'm, I'm miserable. I can't well, good. be, I, I'll, be, be a McCamish. I want to be at the sports arena. I'm, yeah. I'm miserable that I can't go and see anybody. All my people, I got you. I, I miss, I can't go see you all at the arena because when you're coming to town, I come see you all. So that's the part that sucks for me. I can't go see people I know and talk to them on my show because of I'm because of the pandemic. And I'm like, man, it sucks. Like, even well, I, though so I can't go up there and see people I know, I said, it's just like, it sucks, man. So I can't wait, Richie, to break out of this shell man to get back out to the arenas i miss the falcons games the hawks games i still cover the teams of course because i have to but 
it's not the same watching it on TV and hopping on a Zoom rather than being there and feeling the energy live and in person. I miss it so much, man. No, for sure. Hopefully, it's about to change. Um, hopefully, we're going to get on the other side of this thing. We got to get. We got to continue to be safe and and mask up and social distance. And hopefully, hopefully, a lot of people can can get vaccinated. Where um, we can we can move past this thing. I hope you know. I, I, I for for me more than anything, man. I want our kids to be able to and and, and players across the country in every sport to be able to enjoy playing in front of crowds again and be able to just, you know, that's part of, that's part of college athletics and pro athletics period, you know, at the high school level, middle school level, everything to be able to play in front of crowds and, and have your loved ones come watch you play. And that's, that's part of it. So I, I hope that we can get past, past this so that, so that guys and, and girls and everybody can enjoy that, that experience that you get playing in front of a crowd again. Well, Rich, I wish you, wish you luck against Dustin Kern this weekend at App Stadium and also Rob Bonilla coming to your place, man. So it's going to be some great games next two weeks for you guys, man. I'll be, look, I'll be looking for it. I'll be seeing what you guys do, man. you one of my favorite guys to talk to every year, my buddy. I, I, swear, I appreciate I, I mean it. Always, you've always had me on, man. I love your show, and I appreciate you always always bringing me on, giving me a chance to talk. When, when we get out of this thing, man, you got to come see us in Mobile, okay? Hey, I missed you last time I was there. I got to catch you this time I'm in town. I, I got to make sure that happens, buddy, for sure. Yeah, we got to make it happen. All right, but hey, be safe, man. Talk to you soon, buddy. You too. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.